The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast. Today we're talking about old cigar brands and sizes of the past. There wow. we go. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, today, October 4th, 1492. Hmm. 530 years ago today, the white man discovers tobacco and cigars. The white man? The white man. So that's when it started getting charged for so, so start selling it. The Indians are doing it. The white man comes on today yep. and sees them and says, wow, what is that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. discovers tobacco because the Indian had it yep. before yeah, us. Ages. Long time. Before yeah. Us. So 530 years ago, hmm. uh, cigars are discovered by the white man. And here we are smoking them that's today before we were born it is it's before yeah. even even we were born so <laughs> it goes back a yeah. long time Thank but you. today is also National. a brand we're gonna smoke <laughs> yeah and, and we're gonna smoke Lagiana havana and there's three different Lagianas, and i chose a different one for each of us um and um a, a duplicate with chrissy um, La Gian Havana came out in October 4th, 1994, 28 years ago today. Wow. Happy birthday, Gianna and La Gianna. So Gianna is my daughter who was born 28 years ago today, mm-hmm. and it's the day we released the cigar. I had them, and I had a baby, and I owned Two Guys Smoke Shop, <laughs> yeah. and people came in the store, and I said, I had a baby. Here's La Gianna Havana because the baby's name is Gianna. So we knew it was going to be a girl, and I got to make the bands in advance. And you could do that in the old days before the FDA said no free cigars. That's right. Mm, I was allowed yeah. to hand cigars out and allowed to um, to make the bands in advance because we knew it was going to be a girl. We knew it was going to be called Gianna. Because if it was a boy, his name was going to be Bruno. Back to our bell we have in the Cigar Authority. Um, Yeah, but we don't talk about Bruno. No. Um, Made in Honduras at Carib Tobacco in 1994, later known as Camacho Cigars, later sold to Davidoff. But I can't tell you who makes, who makes it, it today, but I will tell you it has never changed hands again. <laughs> so I'm allowed to say that, if, right? If you can read between I the lines. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> the brand went national almost immediately in 1994 uh, during the cigar boom because people wanted cigars. Mm-hmm. And a company called Gary Scott International, who owned something called the Cigar Jar, and this was an idea I had of an acrylic jar that had wooden at, wood at the bottom and a humidifier up top with a certain sponge in it that didn't mold. And I had this idea of this creation, and I contacted these two customers that came in the store. They were in the plastics business. And I said, can you make this cigar jar? And they said, let me get back to you. They came back with a ridiculously high price mm-hmm. uh, for the mold to make um, the plastic. Yeah, crazy right. And I said, oh, my God, this is way too much. And they said, this is a great idea. You need to do it. And I said, I can't. And they said, can we? 
<laughs> and I said, yes, you can. Bet so you they gave themselves a discount for the mold. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, they created the cigar jar, and when they started advertising it, they put it in Cigar Aficionado, Smoke Magazine, Tobacconist Magazine, even Playboy and Penthouse Magazine. Whoa. They advertised everywhere, and they decided because I gave them this idea that they would put Lagianas inside the jar oh. is the advertisement. And everybody started calling them up, huh. saying, how do I get the cigar? They're trying to sell the jar, and they wanted oh. to buy the cigars from them. So um, they said, how about if we distribute the cigar for you? So I said, sure. So we were in five, 600 cigar shops right off the bat. Everybody wanted them. Um, but in 2008, the cigar boom was over. And Gary Scott, Scott International wasn't selling that many jars anymore. They lost wasn't the, interest. Yeah. So you made out pretty well in that deal then. Yeah. yeah so they, uh, they stopped it. I bought their remaining inventory back, and uh, we had it only at Two Guys Smoke Shop until 2010 comes along, and um, it was United Cigar took, took the brand on. And um, despite not a million cigars back ordered, which is where we were in 2004, uh, 2006, one million cigars were back ordered. Everything was sold in one million back ordered. Um, It still is United Cigars' number one selling brand, La Giana. La Giana comes in La Giana Havana, which is the natural, which Aaron is going to smoke. La Giana Maduro, which is what I'm going to smoke. La Giana Angelic which is just like the natural, but it has a little halo on the top with a sweetness added to it, a little kiss of sweetness, which Ed and Chrissy are both smoking because... we're angelic. And even Ed likes the angelic one. I do, for an occasional treat. All right. So La Giana comes in a whole bunch of sizes. The Bambino, the Corona, the Robusto, the Toro, the Churchill, and the Torpedo. All available on twoguyscigars.com. But in the Angelic, there is no Bambino. Mm, No. Because FDA was there, and apparently we never had a Bambino in that small size originally. So now FDA kind of went away. I don't know why we couldn't just bring the Bambino into into there. We'll see. Uh, But right now... Um, we don't have the Bambino in a Angelic, but everything else is, uh, is there. And there is a size that is no longer available. And I'll really? get to that after, but let's get to lighting up our cigar. Well, uh, cold draw is raisins on mine. And that's what happens on the Maduro for sure. This mm-hmm. is where Raisin Toast yep. came about yep. from this particular brand. Fruit Stripe Gum on this. Chrissy's a fruit stripe drop. You're smoking fruit stripe Oh, oh I, do you know what that I, is? No. Oh, all right. So you, she doesn't know. Yeah. I, I thought tutti frutti, but I don't know. No, fruit not. stripe has stripes on, and it had a particular taste to it. I remember oh. it. And it didn't matter which of the flavors it was. <laughs> it's all the same. It, it all tasted the same: the orange, the red, the whatever. Yeah. But I think we better get around to lighting. Yeah. Let's yes, do it. Let's. All right, it's time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) So these cigars were born the same day as your daughter. Yes, they were. Which came first, the cigars of my daughter. They came at the exact same time. 
yeah. I bet you had to start making the cigarettes. Yes. Like as soon as you found out, yeah. It, it was probably a hurry turnaround. Even. Nine months. Yeah, that sounds fast. We, we had a, uh, something went wrong early on in the pregnancy. Oops. And Laurie had to go in for, my wife had to go in for amniocentesis. Mm-hmm. Did I say that properly? So they had to uh, actually check to make sure everything was okay. When they did that, we said, they said, we absolutely know the uh, baby is a boy or a girl. Right. Like in those days, it was like 50-50 type of thing. Yeah, yep. So they said, we absolutely know. Do you want to know? Yes. <laughs> so uh, we can know we can paint the room pink and what the, her <laughs> and name what was going to be. what to call the cigar. Right. And what <laughs> to call the cigar. <laughs> it's like, there's money on the line on this. <laughs> <Yeah. or> so. <laughs> so we got a couple people in the chat box here, oh, which yeah. is good to see. Usually mm-hmm. we're uh, a lot by ourselves. There's one but, of them, uh, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce uh, is always there. JW's yeah. there. And, <laughs> Bruce and, just and came in. There he is. <laughs> in Germany, is there? German Baki. Oh, that's the name. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. We better, German Baki lover. With yeah. 777. Seven, seven. Oh. Better deal with the law, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was oh, so. Man. It's Kiana's birthday. I was very yeah, excited. No distracted. All right, let's do the law. One draw, that's 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 the law. law. It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. Hmm. A little bit of toast. Some spice. We we all have different cigars. They're all different. So that that is the La Giana Havana, the natural. Boy. And I, I'm, I've been doing, I did two cigars today for a cigar journal, for right. cigar You've tasting. Right, you smoking a lot. And, and I said I'm having a hard time today with this. And one draw, that's the law. I you have can't to cheat. Do it? I yeah, can't. I have tough. to go into another. What did you get off Nothing is grabbing. I mean, nobody can help me. What do you have, Ed? Uh, frosted Flakes. Is it great? I mean, this cigar does start out where the sweetness dominates, but unlike mm. a lot of sweet tip. The sweetness fades pretty fast in this cigar, so you're going to detect more different flavors. Because yeah, it's just that that halo, right? Not yeah. like the well, whole cap like on but a Sober it, Mesa, right? It's weird <laughs> because I've taken one apart before. So almost all the way down in the band, that Maduro wrapper is underneath there, mm. all the way down to the band. And then they put that Connecticut over the Maduro. Oh. Mm. So there's more of that Maduro than you, than you think is there. Not that you're going to smoke much of it, ever get to, you know, if you mm. go all the way down your very fingertips, maybe you get a little of that Maduro. So, but it's there. But for, that's the sweetened That's part. the sweetest. So, so it's under. Huh. By the time you get to the head of the cigar, then it's three layers of wrapper. The original Connecticut covered by the Maduro. Maybe. Covered. I know, I'll tell you this. It costs more to make the angelic than than all of them, including yeah. the Maduro. And usually, you pay a little bit more more for Maduro, depending on what you have. But in this case, the angelic is the most expensive. But they we we sell them all for the same exact price. You can just go to twoguyscigars.com, and you see them. They range from six forty nine to eight ninety nine a cigar. So still a good value on them. When they originally started out, I think they were maybe four dollars. For Legiana, and, and now they're up to six dollars and, and up. These are mild in the Connecticut, a two maybe. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll go to three if Dave insists, but it's yeah. a mild cigar. Yeah, it is. And, so, and even the Maduro is mild, but 
The Medora might be a tiny bit more. I'm going to say um, rye rye toast, Ooh. not regular not toast, really. but yeah, yeah. more of, more of a, that makes sense. a rye. You know, it's just flavors here. So it's got the extra wrapper under up to the band. So that'd be an interesting cigar, despite the issues smoking backwards. You know, yes, even though it'll fall apart, that would smoke altogether but it would be very interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. So today I want to talk a little about um, old brands and sizes, lost but not forgotten, because there was a couple of sizes when it came to La Giana that are gone. I certainly haven't forgot about them, but uh, maybe bring them back. This is the 28th year of La Giana and Forgiana, but I'm thinking maybe the 30th anniversary, which means i got to start going now if I'm going to pull this off. Uh, La Giana had a size called Bella Busto. Mm. Um, And that was like a a Bellicoso Bellicoso Robusto. Mm. I believe it was five-inch torpedo, so... Right, it'd be 50-ish at the end, but then taper. Yes. Um, It didn't look like a regular torpedo, though. It kind of looked like it was thick because it was short, but it wasn't. Right. I mean, a bellicoso typically isn't as pointy as a torpedo. It'll have a somewhat rounded Yes, yes, yes. But it's a little rounded. absolutely was. And La Giana also had a brand, a a size called the 10-4. And 10-4 stands for October 4th, which is today. And that was the day she was born, so we had a 10-4 for her birthday. So that didn't come out right at the beginning, but it was one of her birthdays, and I made a 10-4 size, Mm -hmm. and it was a box-pressed Maduro. Mm. I believe a six-inch box-pressed Maduro that was out there for quite a while. Um, 10-4 slang for all's good for radio communication. Good, yeah, buddy. 10-4, good, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 10-4. Yeah. Everything is okay, understood. So it would be a box press Toro, essentially. Six, Six inch. inch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a third size called the number two. Number II. Who does it work for? And it was a Rothschild. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, and uh, that was, I believe... It probably came in wrong. You know, we're talking during the cigar boom mm-hmm. of... So everything's what, rushed. Yeah, yeah what so the hell is this? Okay, it's a oh, different size. A number two came in, because why would I call it the number two? <laughs> number two, I would think of as a torpedo, right? I, I thought number two versus number one, you would think. Of. Uh, yeah. Number two. I don't know what happened. But um, that, that's the, the three different things that happened with La Giana over the years. Maybe for the 30th anniversary, we come out with something... Um, that uh, well, bring something back or something like that. Even this angelic was a mistake initially, right? You got yeah. some yes. that they had mistakenly made sweet to. Correct, because they were making the Nat Sherman host series uh-huh. also in the same place. And, and there were similarities yes. between them. And uh, I got it in, and I tasted the cigar, and I said, oh, my God. And I tried another one. I call them up. I go, they're all wrong. You they were all probably, have sweet tip probably on. freaking out, and then you smoked another one and said, well, it's kind of good. So I had to do something, though, on every single box. I had to take the cello off and stick something on the box that showed it was uh. different. And I called them up. I said, should I send them back? What should I do? And then they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Mm. I took the offer and sold them as the, the sweet tip cigars mm. that they were. Uh, Christian Oroa, who was uh, Camacho Cigars, uh, used to have a size. Uh, now he's CLE in Oroa, but when owning Camacho, 
he called the size the 1118, mm-hmm. which now he does for his brand, the 1118, which is the birth date of his mother. But he also had a cigar called the 0705. 0705, Camacho 0705, later going to Aroa and CLE and never coming out with the 0705. Whose birthday was that? His. (laughs) So his birthday is July 5th, 0705. So 4th of July and the next day. And remember he came out with the 4th of July cigars, Mm -hmm. which were the Camacho... um, Liberty. Liberties, Mm -hmm. yes. And um, then there was the 0705 in a Liberty size that came out immediately after July 5th. So uh, that was for that. Cusano, which was also sold uh, to Davidoff, once had a cigar size made just for Two Guys Smoke Shop, and it was called Bullet. Mm. Cusano Bullet. It was a short cigar, almost like the firecracker without a whip, without the wick. Um, and only sold to us. I thought it was a great cigar. Um, it would have been, you would have loved it, yeah. that, that size anyway. Uh, but we kept buying it, and um, he never sold it to anybody else, and I told him a million <laughs> times, sell it. It's a winner. It's a you know, thing, but it was just us. That was the standard green label, Cusano? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the, the original Cusano Hermanos, right? Hermanos, yeah. Um, Fonseca, you'll remember this one, Triangulare. Yeah. Uh, Tissue wrapped. Mm -hmm. Um, CAO had the Triangulare, and Alec Bradley had the Trifector, um, which was a weird size shaped in a triangle instead of box press. Noxious. (laughs) Morin Baudet had a size called Full Brass. Oh, yeah. I remember. It was actually very big at the end of it. 82. Yeah. It tapered Oof. though. It was a it was a full torpedo pointing all the coming all from eighty two all the way down Tapering to zero. Down. That's all crazy. the way down. Seven and a seven and a quarter inches long by eighty two at the very end of it. Uh wrapped in tissue paper to to mm-hmm. that's how they actually made the cigar. Um very interesting cigar and uh they just couldn't make them fast enough. Yeah. Slow, really? slow yeah. process oh, yeah. to make them. Literally couldn't make them fast enough. Like, not. They're flying off the shelves. Yeah. You know. Uh, Puros Indios did a cigar called The Chief. Oh, boy. That was a big one. 18 inches long <laughs> by 60 ring gauge. Wow. Absurd. Lost but not forgotten. And those uh, came in a coffin, right? Yes, single. by its own single coffin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shipping weight on that. <laughs> then I remember the weird thing of a cigar coming square. I've been around long enough that, you know, there was no box press cigars, and it was Padron. Huh. And Padron's coming in, and it's like, wow, look at this. <laughs> yeah. For a while, some people were doing a soft press on cigars, but the Padron was remarkable because it was such a yeah. sharp. Hmm. Squared off. Uh, Bellicoso uh, was the Fuente first with the Hemingway. Uh, they're the ones that really started the um, shape cigars. Yeah. Uh, in, in Certainly in modern time, but maybe ever. Um, what's, so what's old is new again. What will make a comeback? 
Uh, I'm guessing smaller cigars right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be the trend the last couple of years. Yeah, right? but I, I, you, you're starting to see Lonsdales that, that are happening. I, I, I still don't believe in the Lancero by any means. <laughs> it's too long. Uh, seven inches is too long of a mm-hmm. cigar. But I think shorter, yeah. shorter cigars. Rothschild, we, we put out with Lomez Cubana, came out this year, winner. Um, uh, certainly the firecracker, the three and a half inches, four and a half on, on the uh, Rojas, the king yeah. of the small ring gauge. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the the tough thing for the smaller cigars is you've still got all the same labor cost into it. Yeah. So yeah. when you look at the price differential, mm-hmm. a lot of people will say, well, I'm not paying that much for a Corona. I can get a bigger one for just a little more. And we had uh, Julio Arroyo on. Justo Arroz. And he tells us that his Lancero does sell. Mm. And I checked with Jonathan, and it's not killing it, but his they do they sell. do all right. Yeah, he said yeah. it's like number so two it's, or something? Yeah, crazy it's amazing it does well. But you know something? It's priced correctly. Mm. It's not crazy expensive. Correct. And it's a slower process to make that cigar, yet... They're farmers. They're dealing with the weight of the tobacco period. Yeah. Right? Oh, and that's yeah. how they price things because yeah. they're the grower of it. They're really tobacco sellers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they make some cigars, but they're right. big businesses Whereas selling the tobacco. Other people are buying tobacco and then focusing on the labor costs to make the cigar, and they say, no, not worth it. Yeah. The Bambino on La Giana sells well, 4 by 44 also does the Corona on La Giana. We have a new cigar out there, Paperboy, that mm-hmm. came out, another 4x44. Um, again, not convinced with the 38-ring gauge Lancero or anything, but I think if you go over 40, 40 to 46 or something, yeah, maybe like there's, 40, there's some yeah, hope sense. there, 4 to 5 inches. Um, is where it's going. Yeah, I think you got to go to 42 and above. Yeah. Mm-mm. And even the 44 makes a big difference. Right, right. So that's where I am on, on some old stuff. Um, what do you, uh, you got anything in the mailbox going on? Uh, we do. Uh, we'll, why don't we do, hit that after the okay. break? We'll do our top five and hear the deal of the week. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganor Salive stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salive different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salive. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, 
earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guest Smoke Shop, Sam, New Hampshire. We are smoking La Giana's various uh, All of them. <laughs> Everyone that's available. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that's available. And if you don't follow us on social media already, check us out on Facebook, on YouTube. And if you want to send us an email, it's the Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Do you have a... We do have an email, actually, right. uh, and it's actually from the contact us on theashholes.net. So that's another place you can contact us. Uh, it says, hey, guys, love the show. Had a six-pack idea. Ah. Wondering if you could do a puro uh, six-pack of the main countries so we can get an idea of what each country tastes like. Here, uh, I hear you guys say it tastes Dominican tobacco in this. Uh, oh. So uh, us newer smokers get, get an idea of what each country tastes like. Don't... Uh, doesn't need to be the best cigar, just the best representation of the flavors for the country. Isn't that interesting? Right. We did a show on that yeah. on, on the after show that Which is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, this <laughs> sounds familiar. It is tomorrow. So you have to listen to the after show, which 
if you for that you, other cigar podcast, yeah, the other cigar <laughs> podcast called the Cigar Authority. But you actually have to listen to it because you can't see it on YouTube or Facebook mm-hmm. because the after show is only a podcast only. So if you happen to be watching the show, that what was that on on the um, that was on the contact us page uh, for yeah the actual for the actual. Um, you have to go to your podcast catcher and catch it. And we did a whole show on the best representation per country mm. of each cigar, exactly what you're asking for. Oh, yeah. Well, he's asking for you to put together a pack a for pack them for to it. try. Which, but the- which would have been a good idea. To yeah. Actually- yeah, it's not as easy as it sounds, mm. though. There well, really aren't that many puros from each yeah, country. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And... If, if you do have a puro of, of a certain country, it's a, probably a bad representation yeah, in some cases. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the exception of Nicaragua, because they have so many yes. growing yeah. regions, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah. But I can pick, you know, you'll hear on the show good representations yeah. of cigars for that country. Like, right. the question I asked was, um, if somebody came into the store and said, um, I want a, Dominic, a, a cigar that best represents Dominican cigars, Honduran, Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. exactly like you're asking, what would you give them? To end up doing it, and I'll give you a bad example of it, is a Nicaraguan cigar, all Nicaraguan cigar, could be um, Drew Estate, acid. Yeah. yeah. Bad example. <laughs> right, right. Right? Yeah. So, so where do you go? You know, maybe yeah. you go to, you know, a Padron. Right. There's an example yeah. of Nicaraguan tobacco. It's all not all Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. as they claim. It's not all Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. but that would be a good example of what yeah, Nicaraguan I mean, tobacco is. Honduras gets a little easier... Because of the Aladino folks yep. who mostly use their own wrapper, yes. not right, exclusively, right. but but I do have a, a, a Dave's Weekly Six Pack today. Oh. All right. So uh, what I did here is take the Lagianas we have here, all in Corona size. We happen to be smoking the Robustos, but we're talking about smaller engages are really mm-hmm. catching on, and Lagiana sells very well in the Corona size. Dave, why are we smoking the Robustos? Because I thought I grabbed the Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, so uh, we have the Robusto. So you get two Lagiana Havanas, which is what Aaron's smoking, in the mm-hmm. Corona size. Those are $7.99 each. You'll get two Lagiana Maduros in the Corona size, same price, and two Lagiana Angelics. Um, that would be, if you add that all up, would be forty seven ninety four, but you can have it for thirty nine ninety nine for Gianna's birthday, and the offer is good till Monday through Monday through yeah, next yeah. week. Uh, we have plenty of them, so they shouldn't run out at all. But you go on to Dave's Weekly Six Pack, uh, go to twoguyscigars.com, go in the search bar, put Dave's Ash Holes, anything like that is going to get you to mm-hmm. it. And um, you'll see it, and uh, that'll be your choice there. Um, and you save yourself uh, eight, like eighteen dollars, and um, on a thirty-nine ninety-nine. Yeah, I would say don't be afraid of the angelic, even if you don't normally smoke flavored or sweetened cigars. Yeah, this one is a very good cigar, mm-hmm. and. It, with That's coffee. saying a lot, that he, and he goes to it regularly. So. I do. Yeah, yeah it's do. not over the top sweet. Sometimes when I feel my palate's burnt out for the day, it's a nice cigar. Right. And 
good with coffee. Yeah, I would agree with Ed. I'm the normal the opposite end of the spectrum to Ed is I, I really like the sweetened uh, stuff and I would say that this isn't overly sweet. Right. I, I said you're saving 18 but you're really saving about $8 not 18 oh. Terrible at the math. But uh, 47 to $39.99 uh, is the savings. Just go on to twoguyscigars.com uh, The Ashholes or Dave's Weekly six pack, and you'll see it there. So uh, that takes us uh, to Aaron right now, and uh, he's going to bring us the top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha! Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. Today's top five is the top five best smells. <laughs> so, uh, according to who? According to somebody. I don't yeah. know. Uh, number five. I mean, it's not a bad list. Number five, rain, which I guess Does it have a more of like an ozone kind of smell, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Or I'd agree. It brings you like out. when it rains, yeah. Oh, that's not especially when like in summer and that when the rain like hits the asphalt, it gives off that smell. Yeah, that, that kind of ozone yeah, smell. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, I who knows what it actually rain is. Rain is a smell, but it's a smell. Yeah, it's, it, I, I it just it, causes yeah. the smell. It brings out a lot of different smells when yes. the rain comes. Yeah, through. like wet dog. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four is barbecue, which is kind Ooh, of kind of vague, yeah. But, yeah. I, I like love a barbecue. I love when the fires. Burning and making the barbecue. Right, or even yep. a campfire. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number three would be my number one is coffee. I mean, it's just the smell of coffee. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, when, that, when it's brewing in the house. Yeah, or just the, the beans, God, just the yeah. smell. Oh, same. Yeah. Uh, number two, vanilla. Love right. vanilla. It's good smell. Yeah. It's a good real smell. vanilla, which I, I learned real vanilla mm-hmm. um, when mm-hmm. we had um, the man up here smelling oh, yeah. the yeah. Uh, real vanilla bean. Yeah, you don't oh, want to yeah. sniff the extract because that's you just smell like wow. all basically. Real vanilla bean, I'm like, oh my God, it's... Rich. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And number one is fresh air, which I think is a cop-out. Just yeah. oh, fresh air is number one, one is fresh air. Yeah. Like, oh, it all depends on where you are. Missing many. I feel like that would be like if you walked out of like, yeah, if you went out of a major city and you're like, oh, the air feels, yeah, yeah, smells so air. much fresher. It doesn't really have a scent. I don't know. No, Does like, it have a scent or it's just lack there of smog and pollution? Fresh air, the ocean's totally different than the mountains. Right. And We're missing yeah, many important things. Yeah. Bacon cooking, oh, gar- yeah. garlic and onions, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, cigars. Cigars, yeah, cigars are great. And to each his own. To me, it smells so good. Oh. Even as a little kid, I always loved the smell of cigars. I remember being very, very young and loving the smell. And then I'm. it's so weird to me that some people are so put off to it so negatively. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's and I but say, I like what it smells like so much. You know what you hear often from people? Oh, that reminds me of my grandpa. Yeah. 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 Uh, pipe tobacco smells amazing. I mean. <laughs> but if that guy was a jerk, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Many punches. All oh, grandpas. Yeah. On. Bad grandpa. Bad yeah. grandpa. <laughs> Cigarette smoke, not nice, I no, think. Not nice, well, no. I'll go out on a limb if it is controversial anymore and say weed. I'm not a fan of smoking you it. You like the smell? The smell of it? Oh, my goodness. I yep. hate it. Really? Some of it smells fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. I said, I was at a concert, <laughs> and I said, what is that? There is a skunk in here or oh, what? And they go, that's okay. weed. And I go, that doesn't smell like weed. That smells like skunk, but some of it yeah, some is of it skunk. Is. Yeah, some but of it is But even the, the regular greeny weed right. smell 
I yeah, always hated it. Even you know. before they smoke it, when it's just fresh in a... Yeah, yeah, from the olden days, when people used to burn their leaves, that wasn't mm. a bad smell. Yeah, I liked yep. it. Fresh yeah. cut grass, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, speaking of smells, smell. well, tastes, really, on this uh, Legiana Havana, I'm getting some... I mean, it's got the toast, so like a whole wheat... Not, mm. a, not a whole wheat, a, a crunchy white toast, but also some uh, roast, red pepper uh, relish. Mm. Wow. Which is, it's got, you know, there's some sweetness in the red pepper relish, but it's got that peppery, you know. Red pepper relish. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever had it? I don't think Mr. Jonathan ever used that. No. Red pepper relish <laughs> is That's amazing. a good one. That can, oh, look yeah. yeah. I've had relish that's had some little pieces of red. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's different. Okay. No, red pepper relish. It's an amazing condiment. It's got more sweetness. Mm-hmm. And pe- what do you put that on? You could put it pretty on pretty much anything. A hot, on hot dog, dog you could. burgers, sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. And I can go to the store and buy this. Yep. Yes. I yeah. will. It's yeah. great stuff. They'll have it at Market Basket. Yep. All right, I will. Is it delightful? It is. Oh. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. So, uh, you know, every week I do a search for good news stories. Yes. <laughs> and this one popped up, and I, I'm thinking maybe the Google has been watching me because I've been obsessed with this lately. Yes. This the, hits home for sure. The headline is, Nearly 2,500-pound pumpkin wins Massachusetts fair. Sets new record. That that I mean, I I've seen that pop up too, and I don't talk about pumpkins, okay. so I don't think it's following you. <laughs> yeah, the giant pumpkin way off took place on Friday evening. I was in attendance. You were there. It was way off. Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't I be? So <laughs> on Friday, September thirtieth, Jamie Graham. A 37-year-old Tingsboro man showed friends and family what a little hard work can do when he brought a 2,480-pound pumpkin to the fair. Wow. Massive. Over a ton. Yeah. Um, Yeah. His kids named the gigantic gourd Bear Swipe. There's Bear Swipe. Holy mackerel. Interesting name, but that thing's huge. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) He he took home an $8,500 cash prize. Wow. So that's what you end up doing it for, huh? Mm -hmm. $8,500. Probably spent more on that. So he got about about $4 a pound? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and they didn't buy the pumpkin for it. It's still his pumpkin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He won a prize. Um, the guy he's been in competition with came in second. His only weight twenty two hundred thirty five. Wow. That's a big difference. Yeah. So these guys, these guys know each other. They were first one and two to yeah. to finish. Mm. He said it was a real nail biter at the end. We were gone <laughs> by then. Okay, we left at halftime. Mm. All right, they take a break, and we had purchased an eight hundred sixty five pound pumpkin. And you're saying we. And he has done it with the guy that starts the show. The guy talking at the beginning of the show was mm-hmm. comedian Tony V. Mm-hmm. And uh, him, him and Ed got together and said, we got this uh, great idea yep. to uh, buy this giant pumpkin. But it's not over, the, over yet, but I'll let you finish the story. Well, we had done a news story on their podcast, Two Boston Guys Whack Up a Pie, about a guy who set a world record 
by making a giant pumpkin into a boat and floating 38 miles down the Missouri River. And Tony and Jimmy Dunn got to talking and said, we could do something like that. <laughs> it's evolved over time. It started out as paddling across the Mystic River to go to the Encore Casino. Mm -hmm. But there weren't any really good launch points. No, not anymore. And so then they thought about uh, going down the Charles River. But as it turned out, the pumpkin ended up at Jimmy Dunn's house. <laughs> In Hampton. Oh. So this is going to be an ocean pumpkin. So this is going to be some fatalities. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what could go wrong. It's uh, freezing. <laughs> That's well, first thing that goes J wrong. Jimmy Dunn still surfs at this time of year. Yeah. He's got the wetsuit and yeah, everything. Okay. So. Used to it. Yeah. Does the wetsuit keep you warm? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's different thicknesses on All the right. wetsuits depending on how cold the water right. is. That's the whole reason for it, right? Right. So, Someone's going to get hurt, though. Oh, oh yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's. And, you know, it keeps fluctuating, but this should happen sometime in the next week or week and a half. Sounds pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the pumpkin will. Yeah. It's, it's dying. Yeah, it's, yeah. More and more every day. You have a time limit, for sure. Uh, we yeah. do. Yeah. It wouldn't do to have a rotten pumpkin. No. There we go. So they, we'll I want to know what they're going to do with the insides. Like, Lots of pumpkin soup or pumpkin pie. Are we just going to waste you don't, you the don't, inside? You don't, you don't eat that pumpkin because... It's not a sugar pumpkin. It's a different pumpkin varietal that is not good to eat. Yes. Oh. Nor should you because it weighs 800 and something pounds. It wasn't natural. <laughs> they, they use whatever means necessary to oh. make a pumpkin of this size. Oh, doping is allowed. It's got the Everything's allowed. Oh. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, who knows what they did to it's this crazy. thing. So very yeah. educated. They, tell them about the string beans. Well, they also have biggest string bean. I don't have that picture. Tony V has it. The, the winner looked to be about eight feet long. What? String yeah. beans, eight feet long. They, they be, look like bamboo poles. That's crazy. Oh, but yeah, I was there. I was, well, I wasn't at the actual official Did, yeah, did you yeah. see awards, the string beans? Yeah. I did see some beans. I, I, I guess they might have been string beans. I was just like, wow, that is the longest, biggest bean I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So it possibly yeah. was, yeah. yeah. But I saw the, the winner of the pumpkin. Was, did you see the watermelon? Bear swipe. I think it was I 115 pounder for That's the watermelon. Wow. Yeah, because those no, are the, the pumpkin was in dis on display, like in a big, yeah. big giant yeah, case yeah. in the middle. That thing was amazing. Yeah, they got some genetic thing craziness going yeah. on there. But right. then the flip side is I'm looking at like some of the potatoes. And they and the, oh, first place ribbon, and I'm looking at that potato, and it looks like I you could have just picked it right off the shelf at market basket. So in my brain now, <laughs> I want to know like why, like what are the parameters of this thing? Yes. It wasn't big, it wasn't mm -hmm. like the most perfectly round, smooth potato. Had, it just looked nice like a regular eyes, potato. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, is it? Like, did they cook some of them and weird. they tasted I mean, good? Or the, like I, the tomato was big, yeah, but compared to the pumpkin, it seemed well, yeah they could have got a bigger tomato, right. Like so, yeah. What are the parameters mm -hmm. on some of these first place? I don't, I don't get, understand. Do some studying and I'm get back to us yeah. in a couple weeks. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we do some ratings? I mean, we all have different yes. cigars. Yes, well, we got different cigars. Yeah. So but, everybody uh, got the right answer. So right? it's, yeah. it just it becomes a Lagiana, which you know. And as far as what is the best Lagiana, I was a natural for the longest, longest time, and then I got into Maduros for quite a while, and. Mm. Uh, but some some of the flavor notes you mentioned, I think I need a natural hmm. uh, yeah, real the, soon. The Maduro has more sweetness. Yeah, so I'll give it a ninety four on the Maduro Ooh. for sure. Okay, uh, for the natural the Havana, I gave it a ninety three. 
There we go. See, I'm mean this week. I, I went 89. 89, okay. Wow. All right, so what are we at here? All right, so uh, next week we're going to talk about round versus box press, and we're going to show a little bling, I think. <laughs> but until then, you've been listening to the Assholes broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. We will see you next week. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.